Welcome to Margaret's Podcast, wherever you are tuning in from geographically, come on in and begin to bless the Lord, worship Him, give Him thanks and praise and all the glory that's due to His name. This is a special segment where I'm going to share with you a recording of, it was recorded live, and I'm sharing with you, with, it with you. Be blessed and encouraged as you tune in. God bless you. Yes. Holy 
Hallelujah. Welcome to you there. I'm going to start in it. Give me another minute to start. God bless you and welcome. Talk to my
on Periscope, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. May every person listening be blessed and encouraged and even challenged, Lord, to draw closer to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless each and every one of you. I just want to welcome you again. Um, Y'all don't mind me sweating. It is hot. But I will not complain. I will not complain. I give God thanks and praise even in the heat. You know, um, I didn't get a, um, a time to write in the topic this morning. I just needed to get on because I was trying to get on on time. And this morning, uh, the topic this morning is, for the word of encouragement is, Abba Father kept the Philippian jailer. He kept me. And he will keep you. Welcome, Brother Jonathan, on Periscope. God bless each and every one of you in your in your respective places. Just come in and, and take a place, participate. God bless you. Listen, I want to take, um, I want to read. I'm not, I don't want to preach. I don't want to preach. It's just a word of encouragement today. Hello, hello, Sister Daisy. Acts chapter 16. Acts, the 16th chapter, verse 25 to 40. And I, I would like to read it in your hearing. Um, for you to get a, a better understanding of where I'm going with this. In Acts chapter 16 verse 25 to 40. About midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bounds were unfastened. Now, in verse 27, when the jailer, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version, when the jailer woke and, and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Verse but Paul cried with a loud voice, do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for the lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And verse 30, then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And verse 31, and they, they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. You and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. See, Paul and Silas were beaten up pretty badly. Listen. And he was baptized at once. At once. And he and all his family. Then he brought them up into his house. The jailer took Paul and Silas. To his house and set food before them and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God yes take note today take note this morning that there was prayer and praise in prison in prison they were in jail but prayer and praise was going on in prison they were they suffered Paul and Silas suffered much cruelty 
a thank you, Brother Jonathan, Jonathan, for inviting your followers. They suffered um, much cruelty. They had feathers on them. They they were they were locked. I mean, they were they had shackles on their feet, and they were beaten. Let me tell you, they had those cuts. I believe the 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 wounds on their back, on their hands. They they were in bad shape. But but Paul and Silas, they were in prayer and praise in that condition in in prison, and this was a great spiritual test for them. I believe it was. But something happened at midnight. They they sang hymns, they prayed, they prayed, but at midnight, at midnight, prayerfulness, because of prayerfulness, prayerfulness was going on. Um, I believe um, as the Apostle Paul was speaking in, in um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and 10, he said, he wrote, night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. And they were singing. They had night songs. Mm -hmm. They were rejoicing even though they their bodies was hurting. They were hurting. They had pain. They said, they were, they were, I don't know what you would say, they needed to go to the hospital. But they were singing. They were rejoicing and praising God. There was an earthquake. That earthquake, it, it, it tore all the doors open. All the doors of the prison was open. All it actually the earthquake took off the shackles of all the prisoners. They were free. They could have ran out of the prison. But they instead they didn't go. Nobody went anywhere. And as a result of Paul and Silas praying, singing hymns and rejoicing, deliverance was experienced. God kept the Philippian jailer. Listen. I only stopped by this morning to tell you, Abba Father kept the Philippian jailer who thought all his prisoners, along with Paul and Silas, had escaped. And you know, it was a custom in those days that if the jailer allowed any prisoners to escape, even if he allowed one prisoner to escape, immediately he would be killed. And so that is why uh, the jailer, when he saw, when he, he was sleeping, uh, but when he saw that everything, all the all the doors were open, he thought that all the prisoners had escaped. So he took that sword, his own sword, and he attempted to kill himself because he couldn't face the consequences. He couldn't face it. Listen, but God, but God divinely intervened on his behalf. So the Philippian jailer tried to commit suicide. He actually attempted to take away his own life. Um, listen, but Paul, in verse 28, but Paul cried out with a loud voice, do not harm yourself. We are all here. We're here. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? God kept me. And I want to um, share my testimony with you in poetry form. And it's entitled, He Kept Me. Yes, He Kept Me. He kept me when I attempted to take away my own life, thinking no one even cared, and life was not worth living. Divinely, he intervened and lovingly held me in his arms of love. He said, my child, you have a purpose and a destiny to fulfill. You are my beloved. Welcome to do it. God bless you. 
He kept me when I was too weak. I was too weak to go on, giving me booster shots of his grace and love, injecting me with his strength to sustain me. He kept me and imparted his wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, demonstrating his word. Now my life, my life is no longer mine. It is Jesus Christ who now lives and reigns on the throne of my heart. It is all because he kept me. Thank you, Abba Father, for keeping me. Yes, God will, will keep you. Yes, you. You are being oppressed and depressed and have found yourself struggling with thoughts of worthlessness. I'm fair and torment thinking it's, it's no more use. You, you may even right now be at a crossroad. You may be at your breaking point. You may be so discouraged. But I came by to tell you, the struggle is real. Yes, it is. The struggle is real. It is real. But they are all lies from the adversary. And the adversary is not your brother, not your sister, not your husband, nor your wife, nor your friends, nor church folk. Your adversary, your enemy, is Satan the devil. Yes, he is. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places in the heavenlies. So you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Philippians, um, Psalm chapter 139 um, and verse 14, the King James Version says, I will praise thee, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, I will. I will pray for you. God bless you. Yes, I am fearfully. And I want you to make it personal. Make the word personal to you. The Psalmist David, he wrote Psalm 139 and verse 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Listen, it's in it, it's in him. That we live and we move and have our being. And I want to encourage somebody this morning. Listen. God kept the Philippian jailer. The jailer did not know God. He didn't know that there was a God. He didn't know that God was real. But because Paul and Silas. Listen. They were in the jail. Praying. Singing hymns. And giving thanks. And I believe um, Paul and Silas, word doesn't say so, but Paul, Paul and Silas must have been praying for all the prisoners and praying for the Philippian jailer. Listen, when the jailer, when the jailer woke up and saw that the prison doors was open, I believe the jailer woke up suddenly. And you know how it is when you wake up suddenly, he drew his sword immediately and was about to kill himself. What about you today? Where are you today? You could be at that place where you just be like thrown in the tower, giving up. You know, um, I, I want you to know this morning, you have a purpose. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And in whatever you are going through, whatever you're struggling in, it could be sickness. It could be, it could be heartache. It could be oppression. It could be depression. You may be depressed today. But I start right to tell you this morning, God has the remedy and God is with you yes listen he has seen your tears he has heard your cries 
and God is divinely intervening in your situation. But the question is, do you believe? Do you believe? Like the Philippian jailer when he saw all of that, all, all of that happened, the earthquake and everything, and the prisoners were still there. He wanted to know the God. Welcome to Rome. He wanted to know the God that, that Paul and Silas were praying to. What about you? God is so real today. I want to ask you the question, do yourself no harm. Do yourself no harm. Begin to call upon the Lord. And I, I want to ask you another question. Are you saved? Have you made a confession with your mouth? And, and do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you believe this morning in the, in the finished work of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ? Do you believe in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Do you believe in the ascension of Jesus Christ? Do you believe in the work of the Holy Spirit? Listen, the Philippian jailer who knew not God, when he saw the power of God in demonstration, he wanted to know what it is that he would do to be saved. Today is the day of your salvation. And maybe, maybe like me, you know, maybe you 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 had given up, you had stopped, you be, you had become discouraged, and and maybe like me, you just wanted to end it all. But God, God is so merciful. He is full of compassion. And, and faithfulness. Today is the day of salvation. Today is a day of restoration and deliverance. God has heard. Yes, he has heard your cries. He has seen your afflictions. And remember the psalmist David said that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered him out of, all, out of them all. You may have been abused. Good morning, Marie. Welcome, Cousin Marie. You may you may have been abused, whether it's 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 physical, where it's whether it's verbal abuse, oppressed. You may be oppressed every day, and you may be depressed. You may have found yourself becoming more depressed every day. I I encourage you to surrender now to Abba Father's perfect will for your life. Listen, when I was at that point, nothing else mattered. I said, Lord, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna end it all, all, all. And you know, yes, I was. Well, I'm. <laughs> yes, I was saved at that time. How many of you know we can be saved but not delivered? I was saved, but I wasn't delivered. I was going to church every Sunday, going to Bible study every Wednesday. But truth be known, I was really on my way to hell because I had no intimacy with God. That relationship was not there. I had a form of godliness. Yet I denied the power of God. But at that point in, in time when I just wanted to end it all, I was going. And I had that encounter until I had that encounter. Like the Philippian jailer saw the demonstration. What I got from the kitchen, went to the front room. No one knew what I was doing. No one knew. Not, not even the closest ones to me knew. But see, God knows the heart. God knows our hearts. He knows our thoughts. Even before we think them. And I got as far as the front room. And I was on my way going. I just felt like when just like like someone just picked me and just slammed me by the petition. And I was like, okay. And I and I and I stood there. I heard I heard the words, you can go to the ocean or you can come to me. And I believe that was the voice of God. And I said, no, 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 I, I just want to, I just want to go and end this all. We, sometimes we can be so stubborn, we can be so set in our own way. 
Um, and you know, because God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. So I tried getting to the front door. Um, to that, to the front room. There's a, in the front room. There's a door. And then I go in the in the. I was headed toward the hallway to get out to the front door, and and just like an invisible wall went up. It's like a barrier, and I couldn't go. And I said, Why? Why can't I go? I must have been like Balaam, so stubborn. But guess what? When I went into that middle room, I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me again. He said, "You can go, Margaret. You can go to the ocean, or you can come to me." And that's when I surrendered. I said, Lord, I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Lord, I come to you. And I felt a strong hand on my shoulder just taking me through. I did not know how to pray. Couldn't pray. Yes, I was churchy. But I did not know how to pray. And until that encounter, every morning, every morning, that the Lord would come and wake me up and take me to the place. And my place for me, because see, the secret place could be anywhere where you are, where you want to meet God. And, and the Lord took me to the to the dining room. And I knelt down one morning to, to pray. But I didn't know how to pray. And I was so sleepy. I was battling sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning. And guess what? I said, Lord, I said, within, again, within. I said, Lord, I'm, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what I'm saying. I feel like a drunken woman. And so I'm going to get up right now. And I'm going to go back to sleep. Because this just ain't making no sense. Good morning, Sister Insley. God bless you. And you know what? As I turned to go, as I turned to go, to go back to bed, I heard a voice so comforting. Um, and the words I'll never forget. Don't go. Stay with me. I believe the Philippian jailer, when he, when he saw the demonstration of the power of God, he wanted to know that God. Well, I wanted to know this God. That all this time I've been serving and did not know him in an intimate way. I said, God, I want to, I want to, I said, this voice. And I was looking all over for this voice in the room. I couldn't find it, but I did a turn. I did a U-turn on my knees. And when I prayed, it was like as if the, the sun, it was as if the noonday sun was shining in that dining room. And guess what? The next morning, I said, every day, I was like, I got to go to this place, this voice, this voice. That's what David was talking about in his presence in Psalm 16, verse 11, I think it is, um, in his presence. That he would show us the path of life and that in his presence there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. The presence of God, the intimacy with God. That's what the Philippian jailer, he wanted. He said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? Good morning, Shakara. What must I do to be saved? He wanted to know this God who had all this power in his presence. David said his fullness of joy and at his right hand there pleasures forevermore. Listen, where you are, like the like Paul cried out with a loud voice. God is crying out to each and every one of you to the work of the Holy Spirit, saying, Do yourself no harm. Don't you, don't you try to end your own life don't you give up off this journey don't you go back some of you may be contemplating that when you were in the world serving satan you had a better time but don't do that don't go back god is with you you at the brink of your breakthrough today is the day of your restoration and deliverance today is the day of your salvation today is the day of an encounter with god and so um i want to 
encourage you this morning. Um, and I want to remind you of, of what um, in 2 Samuel, I think it is in 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 3 to 4, says, The God of my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my Savior, you save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. I encourage you to begin to call upon the Lord because he hears you. And the silent prayer is the most powerfulest prayer. And then in Psalm 34 and verse 6, this David said, This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. God will hear you. Cry out to God this morning in your brokenness, in your break, in, your, in that point of, of, of where you at, that point of, of, of giving up. Cry out to God. Don't you give up. When pain is, is, is just rocking your body, when you feel like you can't go another step, cry out to God. Call upon the name of Jesus Christ. And then in Psalm 138, verse 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. Listen, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9 says, We are hard-pressed. Yes, as God's people that name the name of Jesus Christ, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed sometimes, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Listen, allow the Holy Spirit to do the work in you. I'm allowing Him to do the work in me. Yes, it, 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 let me just... I have to leave you right now. Um, I have to leave you. My time is gone right now. I only was staying for 15 minutes. But I pray that something that was said, I pray that, that it would encourage you. I want you to, for, for a, a second right now, to just breathe in. Take a breath. Take a deep breath in. Just breathe in right now. Now breathe out. Listen. Listen very carefully this morning. I want you to, in your hearing and in your in the time, in your in your leisure time, to take a look at, at this story, um, at this account in, 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 in the book of Acts, that when the the Philippian jailer awoke, everything had gone haywire. Right now, everything in your life, everything that you knew to be stable is now unstable. And you may not know what to do, where to turn, who to go to. I encourage you. Cry out to God this morning. Cry out to Him. Believe in Him. Take that place, that moment, whether it's in your front room, your living room, your bathroom, wherever it is, maybe on the beach, maybe while you're walking. Talk to God. He awaits you. He awaits you because He He's already stepped into your situation. Listen, I want to tell you, God kept, our Father kept the Philippian jailer kept me and he will keep you yes your times and your seasons are in god's hands let's pray let's pray and i i think um my brother there requested prayer um on periscope hallelujah father right now in the name of jesus we thank you right now for the word of encouragement today we thank you for everyone that's tuning in live right now on periscope and that are tuning in live on on facebook we thank you for the replay you was right now, Father. And I, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would, right now, divinely intervene. Especially, oh God, 
to the person that, that requested prayer right now on Periscope. Father, move by your spirit right now in the situation. Strengthen, oh God, undergird, oh God, lift them up right now in the name of Jesus. And, oh God, increase their faith to believe you, that you, you, you're working it out for their good this morning. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, everyone that's tuning in right now, move by your spirit, Father. Move by your power and have your way, oh God. I ask you this day, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, at 11.32 a.m. And whatever time it is where, where everyone is tuning in, Father, that you would divinely intervene like you divinely intervene for the Philippian jailer. I ask that you would divinely intervene right now in demonstration with your word for everyone that's tuning in. Father, meet the need today. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Father, show up. I command the resurrection power of Jesus Christ to show up today. Show up right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, your kingdom come. Your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. So, so wherever you are right now, I just want to... Um, Amen. I just wanted to bring a, a bit of that song back as I'm leaving. I still can Okay, there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Listen, God bless you. Anime, God bless you. I'm leaving now. I'm leaving you now. Um, on Periscope Live, God bless you. God bless you there. God bless you. And and as I go out with this, um, as I end this scope right now, and as I end it, hello, um, Sister Anime, I pray that you would catch the, the replay. I'm about to leave now. But I'm Bishop Washington Williams is ministering in song. He fought the battle. I won. The battle is real. It's real. But guess what? And the warfare has been intensified. But Jesus Christ already won the battle. And all you have to do, and all, thank you so much, and all I have to do is stand. Stand in your place in Christ Jesus this morning. Forget the past right now. Forget yesterday. Forget the hurts and the pains. Allow God to just heal those and continue to walk on because I decree and declare over your life on Periscope and on Facebook Live. Psalm 118 and verse 17, you shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. For Jesus Christ has already won the battle. You are victorious. You, already, you have already won. God bless you. God keep you. It's my prayer. Until next time, Lord willing, at 11 a.m., I hope to be back again and immediately following this broadcast. I will be on the prayer line to pray with you and for you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm going to put the numbers up. God bless you. Facebook Live. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to that, that word of encouragement, which was live some years ago, but I thought to share it with you. It's so relevant. Don't you dare give up. God bless you.